Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Brittany in for Donna today. We got DJ Rock Lobster clomping like a big dog. All right, let's get into a little music news, shan't we? It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. So Mariah Carey has a legal battle on her hands and it has everything to do with Christmas. She is trying to trademark the phrase Queen of Christmas. And a lot of people think, think that she deserves it, right? Because of yeah. All I Want for Christmas is You. It's like the most popular Christmas song of all time. It always charts at the top. It's unbelievable. However, mm-hmm. there is a woman named Elizabeth Chan who filed a legal opposition to Mariah Carey's claim. Elizabeth is a singer who exclusively does Christmas music. She even calls herself the Queen of Christmas and has an album with that title. Now, Elizabeth Chan in this lawsuit, not being greedy, not trying to claim the title for herself, and she's actually not trying to keep Mariah Carey from using it, but she wants to prevent Mariah from being the only person who can use it. She says... Quote, I feel very strongly that no one person should hold on to anything around Christmas or monopolize it in the way that Mariah seeks to in perpetuity. It's just not the right thing to do. Christmas is for everyone. It's meant to be shared. It's not meant to be owned. Now, Chan also noted that Mariah Carey is trying to trademark the phrase for just about anything that you can imagine from clothing to liquor products to dog collars. And she says, quote, If you need a Queen of Christmas sweater, you should be able to sell it on Etsy to somebody else so that they can buy it for their grandma. Someone else has a problem with Mariah Carey's trademark application. Legendary singer Darlene Love, she released the song Christmas, Baby Please Come Home, way back in 1963. And she used to sing it every year on Late Night with David Letterman. And in a Facebook post, Darlene said, quote, David Letterman officially declared me the Queen of Christmas 29 years ago, a year before Mariah released All I Want for Christmas is You. And at 81 years of age, I'm not changing anything. I've been in the business for 52 years, have earned it, and can still hit those notes. If Mariah has a problem, call David or my lawyer. Dang. Your thoughts. 
I love the way you laid this all out because I thought it was like dumb, like give her, give her queen of Christmas, whatever. But the form, like the formalness of it, I agree now that I've heard it all like, no. And I love that somebody said, if somebody wants, you know, grandma wants to wear a sweater that says queen of Christmas, look at me, like, and buy it on Etsy. They shouldn't, that shouldn't be a problem. I'm actually, I, sorry, Mariah Carey, I take it back. Someone just called in, said, how come, you know, the Virgin Mary's not the Queen of Christmas? See, now you can, let's go, let's go origin story. I love (laughs) VM talk. Make a sounder for that. It's going to come up a lot. Yeah, how often do we do Virgin Mary talk? She's doing, she's taking it back to the origin story of Christmas. She's going old school. It's like the old proverb about when somebody's claiming the children, you know, like this child's mine, this child's mine. They're like, we'll cut it in half. And the person who's like, don't cut my child in half, like that other person can have it. That, does that make sense? Did I explain that too quickly? I just don't, I don't remember. Okay. I don't think that's in my Proverbs that I, (laughs) this is like an old thing that they, these, these two people were fighting over a child. It's just like a New Jersey proverb. Go ahead. And this king or emperor was like, all right, you guys both want this kit. Let's cut them down the middle. You have half, you have half. And this one woman was like, no, I couldn't let you do that. You, sh- you know, the other woman can have this child. And then the king was like, gotcha. That's how I know the child's yours because you don't want them cut in half. And so that's how I feel about this. That like you want to be formally the king or queen of Christmas. Then you're not the queen of Christmas. So as your friend. I feel like it fell apart, the comparison between the two. No, 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 no. If you think about it for like two days when I'll be gone, <laughs> you'll finally. Wow. Is that what Friday's episode of the Don and Steve experience is? Just sort of detoxing what happened while Brittany was here? What, what, what did we learn? What's gotten even better with time? There are people at home going, yes, I get what she's saying. I'm here for it. Are they on hallucinogenics? Maybe. <laughs> but like it. In a roundabout way, claiming that you are queen of Christmas makes you not queen of Christmas. Now, my Aunt Mary Sue, who listens live from West Virginia, yeah. just texted in, it's in the Bible. There's a chance that you just quoted yeah. the Bible. I and let me tell you, yeah. I will say Hear the Old Christmas? Testament, the Old Testament is a hard R. Like if that movie if that if that portion of the Bible turned into a movie. It would be a hard R. So, how about that? Okay, judgment, so that's how the judgment of Solomon, I believe, is what that's called. Okay, but may I jump in? I uh-huh. know that you guys are thinking now. I'm just going to agree because I'm a Christian and I hear something from the Bible, and I'm like, yes, then fine. Okay, <laughs> yes, she says that from the Bible, so I agree with it. I still don't think it applies to this. I do, but I appreciated it. I think that the moment you go fill out a court form to be the queen of Christmas, that's the moment your pen crumbles and goes, you'll never be the queen of Christmas. The other thing is, remember when Michael Jackson started referring to himself as the king of pop? I mean, you're not supposed to give yourself your own nickname. That's a a douche move. I do that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Pap, pap, Stevie boy. Do you know that in, in, this is a true story, but in high school, um, there was a teacher, it was in eighth grade, uh, Mr. Federline, and he had a questionnaire your first day in, told me all the things about you, he wanted to get to know you, and one was nickname, because he was like, I'll call you by your nickname. And I didn't have a nickname at that point, and I thought, 
What a blank this, slate. What this a is my wonderful, chance. This is, my, this is chance. my chance. I went with, and he called me it through my senior year. This is totally true. Big Daddy. <laughs> Isn't that great? Big Daddy. I I think we could sabotage. Okay, Rocco, sidebar, <sighs> sidebar. Okay, yep. Let's tell everybody that Steve is trying to be go by the king of my talk. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's, no, it's I so weird. Like... He keeps writing that on his email <laughs> and wants us to call him that. Oh, could you like, imagine no, no. Yeah, around think, here? No, I would. I would have. Multiple people immediately come to mind as who would be waiting for me in the back seat oh, no, of my that's, car. That's why it's going to be so good. Mm-mm. Okay, King of My Talk. Mm-mm. Sincerely yours, the King of My <laughs> Okay, Brittany. Hey, by the way, the point I, when I saw this story this morning, I was like, okay, you know, it's interesting how it's all laid out. I don't think that Mariah should get the legal rights to use Queen of Christmas. But I also started to feel warm the cockles of my heart were warming as i read like darlene loves christmas baby please come home and i was like you know i am so jazzed already for xmas i just love the holiday season i love all of november and december and it's the build-up to it and frankly i love it all more than christmas morning itself i love but it's like i like act one of a movie more than anything. It's I just, like the build up to things. I love that. It's hard to take you seriously when you're like, I love Christmas so much. I'm currently in a tank top. Like there's something <laughs> that is like a juxtaposition about that. Wow. I guess nobody else has HVAC problems around here. And then also nice. like, I love planting trees. I don't know. I mean, like also, can you just be in the moment? All these people that want to fast forward. I like Christmas too. I like it great. But like, Right now we're in August, so shut up, okay? We're not ready for that. I'm not ready. You're not. We still have Halloween. Halloween is I amazing. I love Halloween. Yeah, I'm a big fan of. What do you just love just, everything? If you I'm love everything, you love about, nothing. You I, are no, get out no, of here. No, that's not true. No, get I love out of here. September through December are really wonderful, wonderful months. Okay, so what? You just want to go into a coma I love the now? Christmas, uh, the crispness of September Christmas, morning. Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. I'm the queen of crispness. You know what? I'm out of here. The king of my talk is uh, drop the it. mic. We're going to talk food news when we come back. I'm about to cook something for the first time ever in my life. Will I screw it up? Anybody have any advice? I'll uh, take your calls. I'll tell you what I'm making first. When we come back, Donna, Steve, my talk. What's up, my nerds? It is Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Boy, I love live theater. Um, Talk about a feeling that, yes, warms the cockles of my heart. Look it up. It's a saying. Learn it. Love it. When I walk into Chanhassen Dinner Theaters and you're greeted by the cozy fireplace, it's just got a vibe. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters has a vibe. Then you go in and you enjoy a wonderful meal. I go for the prime rib. And you get to enjoy an up-close-and-personal show. Footloose is on the main stage right now. It's all sorts of fun. Intermission, they're bringing you drinks, coffee, dessert. It's just a wonderful night out. ChanhassenDT.com is where you can get your tickets. That's where you can get your tickets as well uh, to Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. They dish out laughs every Friday and Saturday night. Improv comedy based on audience suggestions. Tickets only 28 bucks. Uh, how about this Friday and Saturday? Forever Everly, the music of the Everly Brothers. And I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar this Sunday. Fill up your weekend with music. ChanhassenDT.com. Hey, what's up, friends? It's Stevie Boy and Brittany Nene on the Don and Steve Show. The king of my talk. <laughs> you know, 
This is going to spin out of control, and you're going to get me. Oh, I'm going to love it. <sighs> Rocco's here, clomping Hi. hard behind the glass. How's everybody doing? Oh, he's like he's the guy coming out between the opening act and the, and the headliner. How's everybody doing? It? I thought you were gonna hit your I thought you were gonna hit like the You know, I I wasn't sure. I Just I usually it. wait till I say DJ Rod Ludler. Pew pew. I'm gonna make filet mignon for the first time in my life this week. Mm, yeah, I don't think I have either. Fancy. Tell us. Well, I've never made it before. It's obviously a pricey cut per pound. I picked up two individual fillets a couple days ago. I think they were pretty much, I don't know, maybe they they were like 10 or 11 bucks each. So, you know, that's 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 good. Maybe 12, I don't know. It wasn't outrageous. But usually when I make steak, I do a reverse sear on the pit boss, which that pit boss that I use is a smoker. It's a pellet grill, it's a pellet smoker, but it can also just be used as a as a grill. So what I'll do is cook it at 225 degrees. I'll put New York strips on it, 225. At this point, even just Montreal steak seasoning works fine. I'll do that and uh, leave them on until they get to an internal temperature of about 115 degrees. How long does it take? Usually about... 40 minutes. Whoa. So you, this is, yeah, this isn't so like we're trying to get steaks on the plate. Chilling. You're just chilling. We're chilling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, have a beverage, turn some tunes on, whatever. And walk the property. Walk the property. We can walk away from the grill? Oh, absolutely. Because okay. it's low and slow. Okay. It's not even looking at a flame at this point. All right. So then you let that happen. You bring them off when they get to about 115. And then what I do with these New York strips is I'll turn up the heat to about 450. And I will. I can expose the the flames too. So if you need access to flames, you can get that on this this pit boss that I use. And at that point, then I will put them back on, get it up to four fifty, and right over the flames, I'll put the steaks, and that's called reverse searing. And so that's when I want to take it up to you know one thirty five to one fifty, kind of depending on your your your. Preference. Some people like them a little more uh, medium rare, and I think you'd want to be staying down like around 125. But it's a great way to like get them right where you want them inside. You're judging it on temperature, and then you can crisp up the outside. I then bring them in, thank you for asking, put them on a plate, and I just get butter. I don't do compound butter. I've done that once, and it's great. But a quicker way is, boom, you're just getting like knifing off some butter like you were going to butter toast, put it on top of the steak, tent the steak in foil, uh, and let the butter melt over the steaks for about 10 or 15 minutes because you never want to cut into the steak right when you get it off the grill, ever, because that's a way to get a really juicy first bite and kind of dry everything out. You want it to have time to uh, come to temperature a little bit and to reabsorb the juices, so you want the juice to be in there. I feel like I've sort of nailed reverse-seared New York strip. However, however... Filet mignon is a totally different animal. No, it's actually that... the same animal. <laughs> Are you in tomorrow as well? Unfortunately. Awesome. <laughs> really burning bridges first, though. <laughs> you, are, you are really right. It is the same animal. It all comes from a moo cow. Okay, keep going. I'll let you keep going. All right, fine. The filet mignon, which is a totally the same animal, but is a different cut and cooks differently it's thicker it's actually you know it's like higher 
You know what I'm saying? Like Victor like, just like like has like a higher. It would be higher height wise. The thickness of it, the depth of the filet mignon is different than a New York strip, which means cooking it, I think, evenly throughout can be a little bit trickier. All I know is this. My neighbor, mm-hmm. Adam the Smoker, Adam who the smokes smoker. meats, yep. he has sent over filet mignon a couple times, like a couple of bites that he's made, and he's just cuts off a few pieces. They are, I think, the best bites of steak I've ever had in my life. So I think what I need to do is reach out to him. If anybody has a good filet mignon tip and you want to share it with me, 651-641-1071, if you're a filet mignon master, how to cook it so that you don't feel like you, you know, wasted money. I mean, I always feel like anytime you cook, it's an education. And so you're never wasting it. You can always eat it. But... You know, you want it to go well. And I feel it's, like it's you want it to taste different, right? Like, I feel like if you do this, and this is me really digging deep to care. Like, I think that if you do it the exact same way you do your other steak, then what's yeah. the point? What's the point, Steve? Right. And I don't even, th- I don't even know if it would work the same way. Right. So it's like, I'm really glad that you laid it all out for us. For us to say, like, don't do it that way. Like, that was important. It was a cautionary tale. It really, I'm shook. I, to my bones. Um, Rocco, who's on line one? Give it to us. You want a Guten Target? I didn't even know. Is there really a call? I was joking. I can't see the call. Oh, my gosh. Let's bring them on. Hi there. Guten Tag. You are on the uh, Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Who's on the phone? What's your name? Oh, they left. They really did. They really did. <laughs> I've had a couple weird callers. Was my intro too long? Somebody called and asked me if uh, I was his dad. <laughs> and are you? Somebody did call in to say that they agree with you on Tony T. Tiger saying oh, his deep, calm voice. Is Thank very you. Sexy. Thank you. No, I um, listen. I we last year our big thing was we wanted to get good at grilling and smoking oh we had a chance to get away from grill talk i'm just just conveying that now we have this kid we gave i mean and all that work for something not that healthy kind of oh here we go but um dr fauci's here everybody (laughs) justin's parents have cattle so we get like an insane amount of meat and we've never been good at that so there was a time, I don't want you to think that I lied to you. There was a time in our life that that information would have been kind of interesting to me. That time has passed, and I'm glad that you're still on your meat journey. Okay. <laughs> I know when I'm being patronized, and I am being... My mom just said, thanks, Mom. Mom's My mom and aunt are texting me throughout the show. <laughs> I'm glad that you mom, have support. <laughs> mom says, if you have a medium... Uh, steak lover, yeah. you can butterfly it to cook it more evenly. Ooh. Also, I did want to tell you, because you're a Costco aficionado as well, Yes, they have these seasoned drumsticks, these giant chicken seasoned drumsticks. Amazing. Throw them on the really? grill. Oh, good. Medium. Live your life. It's the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine out on vacay this week. We have got Brit Nene sitting in her place. Hi, Brit. Hey. How do you feel about Brit Nene? I'm, I love it. I love a good nickname. Speaking of, King of My Talk. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have started that, and then Hannah, Millennial that is Hannah. so quick. Made quickly, made a graphic, and she said, don't worry, I won't post it. The The backlash that I would face on a personal oh. And professional level. And do I? I like. And you like, would have started all this. I, I never weird? said this. I don't even know what's wrong with my brain because I like you as a person, but like I 
Why are you trying to do this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You guys want to hear something cool? Yeah, hit us. Kristen, who just won our game. Call her Kristen, yes. I went to go get her email. I'm like, wait, I've heard your name before. She is our filmmaker partner for the Donna and Steve experience. For this is Down amazing. And Dirty. What? So yeah. we're doing Project Down and Dirty Film Fest, which is going to be so fun. Each of the shows will team up with different filmmakers who actually know what they're doing. And then we will write a screenplay together and we will act in uh, this short film and, you know, help out in some other behind the scenes ways. And so we each get a talented team to work with. We work with Justin and Kristen Shack, who Kristen was just the caller and the winner. Uh, Kristen, we were going to be setting this up for some other point, and maybe you guys will connect uh, next week again when Donna is back. But Kristen, Justin, uh, welcome to the Donna and Steve experience. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Yes. This is so, so am, exciting. Although I am a filmmaker, I'm also an actual listener and hence my calling in to play the game. Oh, well, listen, I, we love that you're an actual listener, too, because now we feel like maybe you already perhaps know some of the sensibilities of some of us, uh, Donna and me and Rocco, because we uh, we want to be molded by the experts so that we can put together something that is really fun and funny for the audience to see. Absolutely, yes. We are, we are quick study. We definitely immerse ourselves in the full experience of filmmaking. And good you news know, for you is that filmmaking can be learned in three days. Yeah. So, perfect. It's going to be easy. Well, you know, that's one of the interesting things. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster, Rocco, he has done the 48 hour film fest before. I don't, I guess, Rocco, this is the time for us to let them know who they're dealing with, right? Donna Valentine, uh, she is a living legend, of course, here in the Twin Cities uh, radio. I am an acclaimed actor, having <laughs> acted. Rocco, excuse me. Sorry. Having acted point. opposite Sharon Stone and Chaz Palminteri in Diabolique, which was a remake of a French murder mystery. I was 12 years old at the time, was a paid background actor, whom you hear say the line, <clears throat> ooh, me. At one point, I was not paid for that. I offered that because I was first moment, Meisner technique. I was open to what the scene was giving me, and I responded with that. <laughs> Um, and then I went on to do a couple of college uh, theater productions as well. So I think we've brought some real deal talent. Does hearing that Rock has been in a film fest, that Sharon Stone and I are essentially colleagues, and that Donna has done country radio, does that make you feel good or weird about oh, what you're working with? We are set up for success. Yeah. We'll just sit back and watch you work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in all seriousness, we these these tight deadlines on putting together a short film, which we'll be doing for Project Down and Dirty Film Fest, is uh, it can be a really incredible experience when you see truly what you are able to accomplish in a finite period of time. Um, explain how that magic all works, because the timeline doesn't make sense for anything of any discernible quality to be made, but in fact it is. How does that work? For us, I feel like, so we have also participated in timed filmmaking experiments before. Um, having the parameters, I think, actually pushes you to make, trust your gut and creative instincts, um, make quick decisions. And when you are all working towards the same goal, magic does happen. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, is that there is, uh, I, I think, too, you know, creatively, when you get together on something, 
it's, you know, my daughter recently did her first theater production and coming out of that, she felt just this, you know, there's this bond that you have when you get together in a group and on whatever the timeline is, whether it's two months of preparing or two days of preparing, that there's something unique about the creative experience when you share that, that you leave like hugging the other people and like, oh my gosh, that was incredible. I'm guessing in some of the productions that you guys have been a part of and commercial work and short film work and all that kind of stuff, you must leave those almost emotionally exhausted, I would imagine. Yeah, 100%. So Justin and I actually met on the middle school stage in a theater production, and what? we haven't left each other's side since. So there oh is my gosh. magic that comes out of creating art, theater, film. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. So you're telling me, well, again, we're talking to Justin and Christian, uh, Kristen Shack, who are our, uh, our film connoisseurs when it comes to the film fest that we're doing for Project Down and Dirty. You both are a product of essentially a middle school crush that happened while working on a theatrical production together? That, that is a very, yes, a nice way to put it. We were just good friends in middle school and high school, and then yeah. we just kind of never left each other's side after being really good friends through high school. But yes, we can say that it was this crush that happened. It was this beautiful thing. An aura of life was behind Kristen the first time I saw her. And, <laughs> and you knew. You, oh, it was just a spotlight. Yeah, you knew she was the one. Um, exactly. this is, yeah, this is really fascinating. Now, are we open to any sort of cameos? I think it's always fun in a movie when you get a cameo. You know, we have, uh, Brittany Arneson, who is filling in with us today, and she is beloved by my talkers. Now, Lori and Julia, they might try to use her as a cameo, but, you know, are we able to bring in some cameo appearances if we can pull any strings and if we know people? Absolutely. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, this is awkward. I did offer up my baby to LoJ. Um, you did? But they didn't want me. They just want the baby. So I guess I can be on you. <laughs> no one wants me. Everyone wants baby Gogo. So. Oh. Thank you, Brittany. Oh, I needed that. I needed that after today. Um, Steve, are you trying to pull out? I feel like your big thing is going to be leaning into your impressions is why you want to know if Kristen's watch or listen to the show. Yeah, we have dabbled in. I do micro impressions uh, where I can't, I can't do them for a long time. They only last for about three seconds. But we have some impressions that we might be able to, to get into with, uh, you know, George W. Bush, uh, President Obama. Macho some... man is usually your go to. Yeah. <laughs> You can do a little macho man. You can do a little Mike Tyson if the if the if the price is right. So we'll have some options. Uh, Justin and Kristen Shack. We will talk with them more as we get closer Woo! to Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. All the info at mytalk1071.com. Uh, Justin, Kristen, how, what a wonderful surprise to have you call in this morning. We really think that this is going to be fun. We are all genuinely. Sometimes we dread Project Down and Dirty. Um, the Don and Steve experience. We are genuinely looking forward to this we are excited about it so it's going to be all sorts of fun Yay. thank you guys in advance for all the wonderful. help you're going to give us yeah wonderful uh that's justin and Kristen shack who will be helping us during project down to dirty film fest where we of course for the 12th year will be raising money for wonderful local charities that's coming up september 28th through the 30th uh, when we come back after the break, we have a very special guest, Lori Gelman, acclaimed author, joining us live to talk about her new book. That's next on my talk.